0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Podunk Podcast presented by FlyDown. Um, this will be episode number eight, and we'll have Dylan Davis joining us today. Should be a really good podcast, a good episode, episode number eight. Um, and we're going to talk some turkey, of course. We got season coming up here soon. Uh, one thing we'll go ahead and uh, kind of get out of the way, talk about our sponsors a little bit. Uh, we are presented by Fly Down. Uh, check them out. I know Jason was having some issues with the website. Um, but check it out. Maybe they've got it fixed. Got some got some new hats or uh, decals on there. Check them out. Um, Folding Feathers. Um, they're one of our uh, sponsors as well. They've got hats, koozies, t-shirts, uh, you name it. Um, also, houndsooth Game Calls. Uh, best calls around. Some, I mean... It's unreal. KB Hen the Ace, um, uh, the, uh, the the little boss hen box call is great. one Dixie Dixie Hen Box War Slate or Friction call, both both amazing. Um, and then uh, also want to remind y'all about Turkeys for Tomorrow. Check them out. Become a partner and help us or help help them help us with the turkey population. Um, something that I I think is really important. Um, and I know we covered that a bunch, but, uh, last, last episode, but, uh, something I think should be brought up anytime you start talking about turkeys, anything you can do to help them, I, I believe we need to do, uh, let's, uh, we'll get this thing going, get Dylan on here and, uh, we'll get to rambling.
1: You ready to go? What's going on? All right. We got, it. we got it going on. Yep. I thought it was going to give you some trouble there for a minute, but it didn't
2: no it, it it come right up
1: good deal well, uh we'll introduce our guest Mr Dylan Davis from uh, what part of Mississippi are you from central just
2: just south of Jackson
1: I hear you um well, i guess we'll uh we'll let you introduce yourself and uh we can we can go from there
2: i got you yeah i'm uh Dylan davis I uh, live in central Mississippi pretty much and uh been uh, turkey hunting my whole life, I guess. I grew up on uh Primos, I'm sure y'all heard of that. Uh my dad worked for them for I don't know, twelve years, I guess. And it's uh, pretty much stuck with me since then.
1: Yep, I um I remember watching you as a kid. Um and you were you were a kid too, but uh watching you on there, I think you could you it was your <laughs> first deer ever um on on that show and and I just thought for years, I said, man, what would it have been like to to have grown up and, and hunted with those guys and, and and some of those places y'all got
2: to hunt. It was um, definitely it was definitely a blast. I I mean I I can't remember much from my childhood, but everything I do remember involves hunting pretty
1: much. That's about that's that's about how I am. I don't from I can I guess I can remember stuff from about six or seven years old and all but the rest of them, I I still have vague uh of memories of you know hunts with my dad and all. Of my dad will talking about it, you know, kind of refresh it and all. But um, I just I I don't see how people people go their life without doing it or experiencing some of the things that we do get experience out there, and it's. I don't know. It just that kind of blows my mind. It probably blows their mind that we're out there doing that stuff.
2: So. Oh, definitely. Like, what? I mean, if I didn't have hunting, I don't really know what I'd do.
1: I mean, it's from. Bored. Oh, ain't no doubt. From time turkey season ends to kind of deer season. Which so I want you to know there's fishing in between, but really, man, there's just a dead spot where it's just. And especially down south, it's so hot. That already makes it miserable. Then you can't get out the woods to do anything, and it's, it makes it that much worse.
2: Oh, hot! Hot's an understatement.
1: Oh yeah, people up people up north they don't like, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. I get boy, it's been a week down here at the beach and think it's all fun, and that heat doesn't go away when, yeah. when you go back home. So, <clears throat> but y'all uh, y'all got a shorter amount of time to wait than we do. Y'all got what maybe three more
2: weeks. Uh, the fifteenth. I posted. What was it? I posted yesterday or something on Instagram. I can't remember how many days we got left. <coughs> March whenever that rolls around, I'm uh, I'm ready for it. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I get you back. All right.
2: know
1: if that sounds like a that wasn't real, I hope it wasn't up now. <laughs> Anyways, but um, yeah, like saying. Ours normally came in on the fifteenth too, and uh, I guess one thing I guess I liked it because it come in earlier than what it is now. But also, I used to get to turkey hunt on my birthday, and uh, I can't. It'll be another before I get to do that again. But yeah, it's, I, uh, I think it changed last year, didn't it?
2: Yeah, last year it all changed. Last
1: year they started. They started tinkering with it. I think next year I'll be able to, to, uh, hunt on my birthday. Did they but, extend uh,
2: it past May 1st or did they just short y'all season altogether?
1: No, are they, to where you, uh, it went to May 3rd last year. Okay. Um, and it'll either, I guess it'll go to maybe the second this year. I don't know. It was, they just got it set up where it starts on the third, um, Saturday of the month and then, I think there was a couple of days they did end up being shorter, but um, but it wasn't the like maybe two or three days, which to a turkey hunter is a month.
2: Yeah, Still, I mean, I mean, they. I just think they need to leave it alone. I like I like having it in my mind May fifteenth. I mean March fifteenth.
1: Yeah, same here, man. Oh, um, and and that's something they're trying they're trying to figure it out, which I hope they figure it out soon. i I'm yes. tired of. Not knowing what, what's going to happen, it just I don't know. I don't like change. Uh, no, I'm, I don't either. I like to be set my ways and have a, have a routine, but
2: that's the way I am. now.
1: Our uh, our youth season, I think, will be on that'll no, be 13th and
2: 14th. Ours um, is a week ahead, so
1: yeah, and they do a week in y'all state, don't they?
2: Yeah, yep. So, whatever day our season, so May, March 15th. Whatever the week previous is is when our youth starts and then they have the whole week to to hunt before we do. So which is good. I mean that's that's the way it should be. Oh yeah. I think they
1: only give us the, the weekend, like the Saturday and Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, you may there may be a money. I don't I don't know sure. Usually I'm I'm back to work by money and it doesn't matter anyways, but right. Um uh, that that's something I always thought was cool that they give those kids a week and um, I, I wish we have it here because you can take a kid and you know you got two days. You may not necessarily be able to get it done or have mishaps or you know whatever. You get a full week, and I know a, I know if I could take a kid for a week, I would get a pretty good chance of him shooting bird.
2: Oh, definitely. I mean, I if it were me, I I mean I wouldn't care if they gave him half the season first because if as long as I'm there.
1: Oh yeah, if I if I'm there watching the game be played, it's just as much fun as playing the game. Exactly. So, but it's uh, I'm I'm hoping it's gonna be a good year. So just warming up here. I heard my first gobble of the morning, or gobble of the year this morning, and that got me awful pumped up. He's not half a mile away, but I, it's still made me feel good to hear. One. So
2: I've been slacking. I hadn't. Well, last week. I mean, I'm sure it was cold for y'all. Last week, it was in the single digits here. Yeah. And then this week, was, we're in the upper 70s. Yeah.
1: It was, we were down in, like, the teens and the 20s and all. I don't know how we didn't get all that snow y'all got, Texas uh, got.
2: It was miserable.
1: But it uh, it was it was pretty rough. We should have been here during deer, deer season. No kidding. Because we didn't. We got a handful of days where it was cold, but if it's not deer it season, I
2: do not want that cold weather.
1: Oh no, There's, there ain't no sense in it. Nope, ain't no sense in it at all. But yes, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. It's warmed up to. It, I think it got up to eighty degrees a day, so it's uh it's it, it's it feels like spring. It sounds like spring outside right now. I can tell you
2: that. I hadn't had a chance to go listen, but I picked up, I picked up a new lease this year. I'm, I need to go out there and see what I can hear. I know there's birds there, but I just haven't Oh, yes. I um,
1: right which, you know, I've got some new places that I'm going to go and check out and listen. That's just finding time to do it. A lot of it I'll have to scout while I hunt, but right. um, I sure, it sure does help to have a plan put together for open the morning during there and know what we're doing. But heck, it'll be another cold snap and it'll shut them down before the season starts. They say there's going to but- be. Yeah, they're and they're not full on at it over here right now. They are a few turkeys strutting with hens and all, but uh, there's a group of gobblers behind the house that uh, my neighbor sends me pictures of, and they they're still hanging out by the themselves. Not even not even hanging out with the hens. Yeah. So, but it's it's getting
2: there.
1: It's going to be. I think I think it'll be a good year. If nobody, not everybody, watched them out during COVID last year. Yeah, last year
2: was good well
1: for you though, wasn't it? Nah, no, Last year was pretty good. Well,
2: was it the year before? Uh, yeah,
1: year before 2019. Last year I killed four the first week. Oh,
2: that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was making up quick. That was for 2019. That was the roughest turkey season I've ever been through in my whole life. I just, I don't. I don't know, it was a lot of it, I, th- I think I was trying to make it happen and uh, trying to trying to make it happen fast and just uh didn't slow down and, and actually enjoy it versus when you get that pressure, trying- when you
2: get that pressure on you it's it's not easy.
1: Uh, no, you, you, you gotta- end up
2: making too many mistakes and turkey hunts ticking, you know, you gotta you gotta be on your game.
1: Oh yeah, and I and last year, youth Youth Day, open Open Day, new season. Um, we were sitting there, and I'd already roosted the birds the night before, when we were at, and we knew where they at. We were sitting down and listening, and uh, I hadn't even started calling. I was just looking and gobbling owls and all. And I sat back and I just relaxed. I was like, oh, it's finally here!" And I said, i just, I'm going to relax and just, you know." Kind of take it all in and enjoy it, cause back around again, uh, and uh, we ended up killing turkey that morning, and it just stuck in my head. So that's what you need to sit back and enjoy this first before start trying to just go and kill, because it, it ain't just about killing. It's the whole woods wake up, and turkey gobbling, and, and everything else. And uh, you take it, you take it for granted, and just want to kill. And, uh, good Lord, let you let you know real quick what
2: you're doing wrong. <laughs> Well, carrying a bird back—that uh, walk back to the truck with the bird on your back—is is awesome. But my favorite parts hunting a bird that is extremely hard to kill.
1: Yep, and uh, I—that was—and I think that was one of my main problems in 2019. is I got one. stuck on one? You get stuck on one, and boy, you play the game with him. And, and I had one. I had him one morning. I knew he had to be just thirty yards. and just over this beach. And I could hear his wings dragging and I was thinking it was done. And then it just went totally silent and he never popped up. He never put it. I never heard him walk away. I still think he vanished in thin air. And I walked out of the woods with tears coming out I was so mad. Oh, it had and, and then, And then I just got I got stuck on it and I kept trying to go back because he, he had made me that mad. I knew. And I and it just made me sit there some mornings. I, it was like, I was learning how to hunt all over again because I I was just making so many mistakes and, uh, shoot it. I sat there a couple of times just wondering had I forgot it or if I had lost my memory some (laughs) kind of way or something. It was just, it was rough.
2: I had a, last year was the first year. I didn't kill my limit. Of course, we only have a three bird limit here. Y'all, y'all still five, right?
1: Yeah, we're still five for right now. I had two birds That'll, last yeah.
2: year. I killed two birds last year before April, and then I got COVID. As bad as I hate to say it, and it it mm. messed the rest of my season up. I didn't even kill my third bird.
1: So you actually got COVID in the in the middle of the spring. Yep. Dang. Yeah, that sucks. Was it, did it get you, just get you down and feeling so bad? You get to hardly hunt oh, or you just? I
2: had no interest in going turkey hunting. I felt so bad. And mm. if, if, if I feel bad, so bad that I don't want to go turkey hunting, then I, it's,
1: yeah, something's wrong. See, we didn't, we didn't get it till like beginning in December. And, uh, I mean, it was, yeah, it was the same thing. I was rough and just, you know, didn't feel worth the thing. And one morning I felt kind of halfway decent. I knew it was going to be a good morning to go hunting. And I went hunting and shot a deer. And that, that right there was my biggest mistake because I went to Dragon and trying to load it up. I got a cough and it couldn't hardly catch my breath. <laughs> yep. Man. And anybody that knows COVID knows how it is. You get coughing it's a cough and it's a different kind of cough. It ain't the same. Yeah. But like when you got the flu or something like that, man. It's, it is in your chest. Yeah, you can't
2: catch your breath.
1: So but I'm I'm glad that mess is over. I hope hope I don't run into it anymore. Um, I'm about ready for it to just disappear altogether because it is it has done nothing but cause trouble.
2: So I hope it's gone pretty quick, but I don't know. Yeah, ain't no telling. But
1: so we're um yeah obviously mainly hunt in in um in Mississippi. Uh, had, I don't, I don't know if I, you ever been out of state? To hunt yeah, at all? I've
2: hunted, uh, I've hunted Texas a pretty good bit. I've killed multiple birds in Texas. Uh, this year we actually got a trip planned. Me and my dad, Dean, I've got a trip. Me and me, and my dad and my brother Drake are, are supposed to go to Kansas this year. I've never been to Kansas turkey hunting. So I think May twenty twentieth, 20th, 20th, somewhere around there. Hmm
1: that ought to be pretty fun. Yeah, and that, everybody I've heard to I've, I've heard talk about Kansas. They absolutely love it, and there's some there's some website you can even go on and look at um, where they where it's it's land like the the residents kind of not really they don't give it to the state, but they let the state let people come in there and hunt it. And uh, there's some really good places on there that you can go with turkey hunt, but they uh I, up there they kind uh, of consider turkeys
2: as a nuisance, kind of like we do hogs,
1: yeah, yeah, and uh, and they're, they're everywhere. And they, I mean, they're just and they're one of those are Rios, yeah, yeah, Kansas, and uh, they're just not, I think they've got a mix, don't uh, they?
2: Rio and Eastern, I believe,
1: yeah, so but. Which my luck, I drive all the way out there and be in the middle of a bunch of damn eastern.
2: <laughs> well, I can go and tell you they're not going to be a hard headed goblin eastern like we got down here.
1: No, no, it's a, it's different. Even um, when I went to Kentucky and hunted, we killed a bird. Now he, he had a pretty solid gobble on him, but they, they're different up there versus what they are down yeah. here. So they got a different tone about them. These
2: birds down here, they're, yeah. they're fierce.
1: Well you catch and you catch one in a hardwood bottom. <laughs> it will rock that. There's place. nothing like it. And then and then I like you know, a lot of people love to get them in a hardwood bottom and hear a goblin there, but I I like hearing that thing echo off the ground in the open field. Too. We don't
2: I don't have a whole lot of open now. That new lease I got's got it's it's got a lot of cow pasture, but I'm not used to hunting that. I'm used to hunting hardwood creek bottoms. Uh I don't know, we'll see how it goes.
1: It's um which you had a place that had a cutover in a few years ago I remember you sending me yep. a video um I mean it'll be like that they'll spend a good bit of time in, like they' doing those cutovers in those fields now you're gonna be pulling pulling your hair out some especially if you don't if you don't use a decoy because man they'll get out in the middle of that field and you just have to sit down and watch them and I watch know a them.
2: lot of people are opposed mm-hmm. to, to fanning birds and stuff but if i if if one hurts me bad enough, I will go out there and fan that dude.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I'm well, I can't do it anymore, but I will. I, I, I got to some point probably the same way, and uh, it'll and it's and it's a cool it's a I mean, it's a cool experience having them come in that close to you, too. So, but you know, it's all it all depends on how you look at it, how you enjoy it. Did they money. change the
2: law on y'all or something?
1: Oh, yeah, they outlawed know, yeah. it. Can't even
2: here
1: yet, see that I know of. See. See, what they did with us was they tried to say it was already illegal because you can't have any movement with your, with your decoys. Like You can't tie a piece of string to that decoy and make it move. The only way it can move is uh, natural. on a – yeah, natural. So reaping the turkey, crawling behind it, uh, behind the decoy, that was supposed to be already legal. Then they just fan where you can't hold a fan up And fan of men with I mean – what if you're out my thing is what if you're out there put setting your decoy up and you put that fan in the back of the decoy and he comes running. Right. I guess you gotta drop it uh, and get rid of your uh,
2: I don't know what you would do in that situation. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I don't know.
1: I, if I had somebody with me, I guess I'd just sit still. Let them I don't know scare them off, but I don't I, I get there's there's all kind of different ways we're talking about safety and, yeah, um, I guess no, and and trying to help the numbers I and mean, all this. I see what they're I see what they're saying, what they're doing, but if they
2: want to, help them. numbers, they need to drop I, your limit to two.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. if Dropping the the limit would necessarily no. help as much because there ain't. They say they're at but ten percent that really kills the limit every year. But do y'all have any they dropped it?
2: From- do y'all have any tagging system? Do y'all have a
1: you have to report it. You have to you have to um basically you do it on your phone, you just pull your phone out, click on where it says turkey and uh report so that's it like what that. They, they did
2: that last year.
1: So um and the fact with our deer, you have to if you've taken it to the processor. You have to do all that, and then when you get to the processor, they have to write down your ID, your conservation ID, and then um, the the number that you get off once you, once you report. They haven't all that. done that
2: with our deer yet, but the turkey's the same right. way here. You have to log it in before you even leave the woods,
1: they yeah. say. Not, with deer here, you're not supposed to touch him or drag him until you got him, until you got him reported. Which I guess same thing with the turkeys, um, which I probably broke the law a couple times getting excited and want to get pictures yeah. and all that before I think report I mean,
2: it's whole, it's, it's hard. I mean, if you kill a hundred and forty-inch whitetail, it's hard to not, it's hard to walk up to him and be like, okay, I can't touch him. I need to log him. I okay, got.
1: Yeah. I need a tag.
2: Same way with a flopping turkey. Which I, I, mean, I You know, you got a turkey out there flopping. You just shot. They're not. I-
1: yeah, I don't think they're necessarily going to get you for picking right. him up or, or uh, looking at him like that. But they, as far as taking him and getting him in your truck and leaving, is another thing. But and then it doesn't make sense because um, at one point you had up to forty eight hours to, uh, to to call him in or report him in. So I don't, I don't get how that worked if you had to report him before you moved him, but you have forty eight hours to do it. I don't know
2: if ours are. You have to report him before you move him, but I just always as soon as I killed the bird, now I touched him first, man. you know. But I always reported him before I, oh,
1: actually, I put my I put my foot or something on his yeah, head or something. I always
2: reported him before of course I only reported two last year, but I reported them before I threw them in the back of the truck. We'll say that.
1: Yeah, which uh, I say. that they, they're and the way they are down here a bunch of the game boards you run into, they're not they're not out looking the right tickets. I mean, they're you know they're just wanting to make sure that that you're not doing anything that's going to harm anybody else, or that you're just blatantly just out there acting idiot. Right. Uh, in fact, I run into some this past year running deer dogs, and they're just as nice as could be, and, and all that. So, but they got they got a job to do. Oh yeah, so you can't. understandable. So,
2: well, well, Kansas man, that'll
1: be shoot that.
2: Yeah, I,
1: that'll that'll definitely be some open woods. I mean, uh, open fields. Oh,
2: there ain't no doubt. I, I I can't wait. I can't wait. I like I said. I've been to yeah. Texas multiple times, and I shot two birds with my bow in Texas just to do it, mainly. And I did it, and I don't think I'll ever do it again. It was fun. I've done it, <laughs> but it ain't like shooting a bird in the face with a shotgun.
1: Yeah, which. You just, especially here, you ain't no way you get me to carry a bow in the woods. Not here, heck! No.
2: I just, I would never do it,
1: it here. No. And I went, I went one time with a guy who had a crossbow, and I we were on a piece of public land, and it was bow hunt only. It was covered with turkeys now, but and I didn't have a shotgun. That already made me feel naked. And then the guy I was calling for didn't have a shotgun. I was sitting there, I was just like, man, this does not feel right. <laughs> But I told him I said at least it's a crossbow and it ain't a compound. I would have felt a lot worse than yeah. a compound.
2: Compound, you'd have to.
1: I just feel like I don't the guys wrong there's with too turks. much movement
2: with a compound. Now, granted, in Texas the birds are not as they're not like the birds here. You can't get away with that here.
1: Nope. At all. Nope. I've seen them. Man. They they leave too dang <laughs> quick. I mean, they catch something wrong and and get out of here and gone. But that's what that's what makes us love it. And I, I think the the best turkey hunters come from Alabama, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's just I mean those Georgia boys they you know they do what they do over there, but I think the, the, the best come from Alabama, yeah. Georgia, something about them. I haven't
2: been I haven't I been there that, I th- turkey hunter, but I've been to a few different states and Mississippi, who they're just they're they're different.
1: They're, uh, like Jason Heathco said, they, they, these turkeys down here have got a gene that that everywhere else they, they don't have it. Right. They've got these these and the stuff got extra, and it's it's not so much as as far as catching catching movement coming in or or anything like that. It's just plain where you think you know exactly what he's going to do, and and how he's going to come in, and then he turns around and does a complete exactly. opposite. And, and the complete opposite is what you'd have never even thought in a lot of streams that right. he was going to do. But, and that's where you get into that having to hunt him a couple of days and figure figuring him out. And then you get him figured out and he does the opposite of that. And you just, man, it just, it'll drive a man insane.
2: He's burning it up there in Tennessee, though.
1: Yeah, boy, he, he, done told, he done told me a story about all that up there. He said, he, he said man, these folks up here. Don't they just don't take it as serious as, as we do down here, which I'm sure there's some back marbles up there, like KB. Yeah. Um, but, but he said, he said, man, these turkeys up here he is that they just they not compared to the turkeys down south. Yeah. Now,
2: I don't know if you've ever hunted a, but, a Texas, a Rio, but they're just not, they're not. I mean, these turkeys here are on edge from the time their feet hit the ground to the time they fly back up.
1: Yeah, and they uh, the turkey, them rios gobble, just gobble so much, and that's one thing, that that'll definitely help you. You get one goblin and can just hear him and know exactly where he's at every, you know, every time he, he gobbles. Heck, you can just move you, on him. You really gotta call the whole lot you, to him, just being able to get around. You him can, you can not do that.
2: You can't, can't do that on. here. We got so many hills and hollers and ditches and you hear a bird and swear he's 800 yards and that sucker will be 120 yards in front of you. You get up to move and putting away he goes.
1: Oh, that's, then that's one thing in my, that happened to me in 2019. My neighbor uh next to me, he had, uh, it got on into the season and he, he saw I had killed one. He said, well, go, go back in there and try. Em. And uh I went in there and set up on a bird and he was on limb and I started moving towards him, and realized I looked up saw him in the tree. Realized he hadn't, he hadn't fallen down. Well, he ended up seeing me and going on, and heck, he, it was it was eight o'clock in the morning. He was still in the limb, and uh, his he had hands with us. His hands flew down, and uh, and he just he stayed in the tree. I reason. had
2: a bird like that last. Anyway. Year. crazy?
1: So. I got up and left him, and this I may have been the same, but I doubt it because um, I know I ended up, when I finally walked out, of, I knew I'd bust him out, but I went around and was getting ready to leave, and I called one time and heard one sounding like he was half a mile away down the power line. Well, I run down the power line and cut the distance and was talking to my neighbor on the phone and told him where I heard the bird come from or where I heard the bird gobble, and he kind of told me what what he may have done, may would do, or whatever. So I hung up the phone, yelled again, and the turkey gobbled, still sounded like he was a good ways away. And I sat there for one more, probably felt like a minute, and and was looking on my phone, and I went to walk, started going down this little long road, and went maybe five yards, and and, uh, come around a corner, and there he was walking yep. straight to me and what it was he was just down a big old hole and this just a draw went straight down and he sounded like he was like said half a mile away and really he wasn't and he just runs straight up a, a road to me but and that was another just aggravating oh. and another another thing I, I think of is sometimes you know a lot of people go quiet on these birds and they them come in and that works sometimes, but I've seen sometimes, where if you don't if you don't get on them, they'll lose this interest right. and go on and leave.
2: It all depends on the bird, man.
1: But, and that's enough. I mean, heck, a lot of times it's. I guess you got to check his temperature and, and see exactly what he wants. But some of them you can't call enough to, and the other ones you, you better dare not call too much, or he's gonna shut up and and, and go the exactly. fleet off. And the then way.
2: there's I've had birds where. You could yelp to him and they'd be 200 yards and just burning the woods down. And he will not move. But the second you move to him mm-hmm. and yell he, him again, he's done. Yep. He's done. He's,
1: he he thinks you, you've committed and yep. come you're on. to
2: Come to him. That's the game. The game. Yep.
1: And I mean, you're playing of, a
2: game the opposite of what nature wants it to do.
1: Yep. And a lot of people don't. They don't. They don't get it. They think that, that you know. I've I've heard and seen a bunch of people say over the years, "Oh, they, them turkeys must be gay." They, <laughs> I was talking sweet to them. And they nope. No, nah, he was waiting the hen he was to come to him. go to the gobbler. That's the game, and that's
2: what's so hard about it.
1: So. Yep, and that and we keep talking about how hard, hard, hard. But when it does come together and you and you figure it out and you kill them, that's what makes it that much sweeter. So, and I think it does a and i and I can't remember exactly when it did it for me but it finally one time it was like it clicked and and turkey hunting become a lot a lot easier it, maybe not easier but I got a lot right. better at it than just it was something that clicked and it was like I guess riding a bicycle just just kind of a process you have to of be
2: you have to be, woodsy. Woodsy. you have to be patient oh, yeah. you have to i mean you can't you can't be too aggressive. I mean, every you know, now and then you'll come across a bird. It, you got to be aggressive, real aggressive. But most of the time, you have to, you have to sit back and take a breath, and and then when you do that, sometimes the season to get away from you. But uh, yep. Yeah.
1: And I've, I mean, it's uh, the way I look at it is I'd rather. Th- there are times, and you, and, and it'll, it'll be in your head quick, and you know you got this, you know that's what you got to do. Um, I guess it's kind of like playing a sport and, and, or football and, and reading the quarterback and who does this, you got to do that. And, and, and that's kind of the way I look at it. But there's a, there's, a, there's a good bit of that I'd rather play safe than sorry and not be too aggressive because a lot of, of times that's going to save you in the long run as far as not maybe going in there and busting and go, trying to get a little bit too closer than what you could be. Or calling just a little bit too much to him, I said, you get to where you'd rather be safe than sorry, and not be so aggressive. And because if he's hot, and he's ready, and he's going right, to come, right. he's going to come regardless.
2: Well, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm so. real uh, careful the first part of the season. If it gets down to the last two weeks, I will get, I'll definitely get more aggressive. But because I mean, if you if you're running down to the wire, bumping a bird is not as big a deal if you've got a month left, you know.
1: Yeah. It's uh yeah that I I bumped one which I missed in 2019 I missed one the day before oh, the last me. day
2: you called me you called then day. Life,
1: yeah oh man huh. that was rough and, and then the next day I went in there and uh I bumped one and I was getting and I was playing it safe kind of walking slow and real quiet in there to him and then I thought. I need to get about 10 more yards close. And sure enough, as soon as I unclicked my my button and sat down, I heard it. He never said another word. Nothing worse
2: than that.
1: Yeah. I said, I just mind where it's going. That's another
2: thing. You want to get as close as you can, but there's a fine line between too close and close enough.
1: And and if you're wanting to know what that is, when your heart's beating out of your chest, when you're just – moving your leg or turning your head, you're, you're right in there. Yep. You're right in that yep. little dip-
2: If you're scared to move, you're you're close stuff. enough.
1: Yeah, but it's but it ain't not, there ain't nothing like it in this world when you get in tight on one in the hardwoods and he pitches down and does the right thing and, and he's been gobbling, gobbling on the roost and then the next time he gobbles you feel it in yep. your chest and he's just popped up over that hill. Lord how Ideal. Mercy. Just
2: think, um, ideal is that video i sent you i think it was two years ago on that on that cutover yeah. that's ideal i mean the bird was across the cutover from me i set up on the other side let him know i was there basically and that's it and he flew down and come right in I mean,
1: yeah that was uh that's, that's 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 picture perfect as you can get and that's uh, the first one i ever killed was about like that it was we had a little bitty we we're in some basically up under a big cedar tree and there's a, it there kind of cow pasture with, with trees in it. And, uh, the bird pitched down towards us and he gobbled probably 200 times on the roost. I mean, he was just, uh, there's maybe been one or two turkeys ever since then. that gobbled that much, but he, uh, he pitched down and the little, the pasture kind of rolled off and the like a bowl all the way around. And, uh, but they said, "There he is! There he is!" And I was looking, looking, see him. And then all of a sudden, I seen his head just white as a ghost. And uh, well, that's what—that is what got me from then on.
2: Yeah.
1: That look, uh, that white looking, telescoping. The uh, the
2: second bird I killed last year was was uh, one of the hardest bird I've ever hunted, but he was the most vocal bird I've probably ever hunted. He was one of those birds. He was gonna gobble his butt off all day. I mean, he was going you could go out there midday. Hit the box call and he's gonna gobble, but he's not coming to you, period. And that's one—that's probably the the most fun I've ever had turkey hunting. Is hunting a bird like that, one that's extremely vocal, but he's not easy. He, uh, oh yeah, I finally I like- killed him. I finally got him, but he was not easy to kill. I'll tell you that right now. And now, granted, he may have had a bunch of hands with him, and they all finally nested up, but. I did finally get
1: him. I'll never make a good deer deer hunting or deer hunter turkey hunter. I've got to have. I got to know he's there. I've got to have some kind of
2: something gobbling at me. Something, some, some, you know, something, something to make you realize he's there. I just got to figure him out. That's the game. Yeah,
1: and 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 I think one of my downfalls when I uh, kind of started going com- completely by myself was if if, if turkey quit goblin leaving and going trying to find another one instead of just kind of kind of sticking him out but just as far as people that go and just sit down and, and wait on turkey because the camera said he'd been coming by there yeah. I can't do it I gotta have somebody I gotta have a goblin and uh, this past year I'd never killed one in the afternoon. And uh I guess just' cause I never really hunted them much in the afternoon, but man we we had some of the best afternoon hunts i I know I went three, no four times, five times, excuse me, in on an afternoon hunt where, where I heard thirty plus gobbles. Which you know most folks, but oh, I ain't running a whole lot. But in the afternoon in the south, it's, if you get I'm a bird, say kill.
2: If you get a bird to gobble, in, if you get one fired up after twelve o'clock, there's a really, really, really good chance you can kill that bird. Really good chance. It just they, they just don't they don't gobble. In that often.
1: No. I even noticed the past couple of years it's hard to get them to gobble on the roost yeah. in the afternoons. Trying to go in, there. I mean, you just have to get get gets the right one. But um, it, and the one the one afternoon I did I didn't kill was the turkeys went down a logging road instead of instead of coming coming down the logging road I went on they went down one that kind of went the middle and they were trying to get to where they were roosted, and then uh, another one i watched it was getting late and i watched him go up and and fly up on the roost and uh we ended up well I didn't watch him fly up, but i watched him dip off into the to where he went up the roost and then we went in there the next next morning to killed him but um it's it's something those afternoon hunts man you get them, you get them fired up it's, it's a lot of fun because right. it's gonna happen quick in fact we we struck one that was every bit of three hundred yards away, and he he gone three hundred yards away within a matter of a minute, and and gobbled, I quit calling to him, and he started triple gobbling. I mean, they get they get lonely. They they I guess they think they can get some kind of little breeding in before they go to bed, or at least be able to get close to those hens before uh before they fly out. Because that's one thing, man. When they when they fly up in the afternoon, they ain't doing nothing to think about where they're going to go the next morning. Well, that's one the season.
2: birds that I've been hunting. Well, yep. last year and the year before, anyway. If I went to roost one one afternoon and I really got one goblin and roosting, I roosted him, I'd come back the next morning and, and they wouldn't be nowhere to be found. They'd be 500 yards away. And I'm just like, man. So, I don't know. I guess they would just fly from tree to tree throughout the night. I've never seen anything like it in my life.
1: That I believe they do that or something maybe something bust them or something. In fact I found I saw a deer bust one off the land this past this year and I just thought how did that spook him? He is that's not that can't be the first time a deer's walked under it.
2: Right, right. And it yeah. happened multiple times um, and I was like, surely I mean if they do that every night, I don't know and I, I, I just got to where I I don't really hardly ever try to roost one in the afternoon anymore. I just go in the mornings and sit at the top of the the highest spot that I got where I can pull my truck, and I'll just sit there and listen. When I hear one gobble, that's where I go.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's 98 probably nine 99% of the time. That's what I'll do. If I've got time, I'll try to go and roost. But most of the time, All I'm right. just going in and playing it by ear uh, and kind of go off what. What you were just saying, we had, uh, me and a buddy of mine, Stephen, had went and, uh, we were, we were hunting and hit a couple of chicken pastures, you didn't end up seeing anything. And he said, um, he said, I want to go to the spot here and listen to this hardwoods. He said, you know, we may be, there's another field that goes down to it. We may be able to hear one and at least have roosted for in the morning. Well, we went in there and struck him and gobbled. Well, of course, we both looked at each other like, oh God, he gobbled. It actually next to gobble. Cause it's I think it was shooting it was like six thirty in the afternoon. And I said, let's go try him. We may be able to kill him. And well, we started fooling with him, fooling with him. And I mean he was gobbling his head off, but he just wasn't coming. And it's like seven fifteen and uh, getting I mean it's starting to get dark. And I said, Well let's I said well, let's leave. I said, We know where he's at. He didn't go too far. And we'll come back in the next morning, and uh, he was wanting to go and get back to where we were sitting at that afternoon. I said, hold up. I said, let's, let's wait and hoot. And I hooted, and that turkey gobbled. He sounded like he was <laughs> in the tree we were sitting on that afternoon. he didn't covered 200-something yards in, in no time. Or either he had to do it flying from the tree to the tree, like you're saying. But it, I told him, I said, man, I'm glad we didn't. just right. you know, off." Uh,
2: I've had that more times than I can count.
1: Oh yeah, even when heck, I've done it where you just like like we were talking earlier. It sounds like he's farther away than what he is, and you get in there and and, and, you I, ain't got too and close I mean and
2: it could be a different bird gone. doing that, but it's hard to believe that you got two long beards and twenty hens roosted, and then the next morning they're nothing saying a word but this one bird over here, you know?
1: Right? Yeah, and that's five miles back behind you that you had no idea was there, but. Like I said, it's just little things like that it makes it makes it where it's a lot more enjoy enjoyable because if it was just easy and you go in there and well, and, and kill them every time. If it, well I don't want to, if you went in there and kill them no, every if, time if, it if would it be was, a lot of blood, if it was but, a,
2: a done deal every time you win, it probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't even turkey hunt. I don't
1: know. They taste, <laughs> they taste so good to me. I probably get it. Oh I do I too. love some turkey grass now. But um something else I was gonna ask you. So I guess I don't know. What what was probably your most memorable hunt you had. Uh,
2: let's see. Probably four years ago I was hunting a bird that was one of those that would gobble every morning. Rain, shine, snow, sleet, he's gobbling. But he would not gobble. As soon as his feet hit the ground, he was done. And I could get him, you know, I could get him 80 to 100 yards just about every morning. And he was just one of those birds that gave us fits. And uh, one morning I said I was going to do something different. And I went in there and my problem, my biggest problem, turkey hunting. And it's been since day one, since I started hunting by myself, was calling too much. I wanted to hear that bird gobble, and I'd just yelp, and he'd gobble, and I'd yelp, and he'd gobble. That was my biggest issue. When I figured, finally figured out to just let him know you were there, that's all you had to do, you know, it was it was like a light bulb. It was like, just just don't say anything. Just just get in there, do a fly-down cackle, and a, and a wing fly down, you know, and just sit still. And that's all it took. And the bird come in on the string, I killed him, and it was... It was like it was like a relief, but then again, you're you're a little bit sad. Like, dang, I, I wish I could hunt him again in the morning. You know, it uh, it it was the bird. And I, the bird was not the best bird. You know, his nine inch beard, inch spurs, but it was definitely the hardest bird I ever killed. I mean, it was just one of those. Just when it happened, it happened, and it was probably it was probably the most memorable because he was so hard to kill, so hard to kill.
1: I, I believe mine is one that was probably my hardest to kill, but if I'd have met him at daylight, it would have been easy as all get out. Um, I went and I got on a bird that morning, and I, while I was in high. That couldn't have been six yards from him on the roof. I mean, he was, I, I've got a video of, of me yoking at him and him gobbling in years or four. Okay, he's picking a pull trigger here in a second, but um. That bird, I watched him pitch down and hit the side of this ridge and he blew up and strut. And I yelped at him and he gobbled. And it's, he went to, he dipped down and then I couldn't see him no more. I, I, he's coming. I sit there with my safety off and, you um, know, it was taking him a minute. And like I said, I just, i shut up, went it nothing. When I went back, I, I yelped. He didn't say nothing. I cut and yelled nothing. I cut pretty hard nothing. And then I heard something walking. I said, Okay, here we go and turn around and look and a coyote come up. And so I shot the shot the coyote and uh I come back home and my wife was like, Are you gonna you gonna go to work? And I said, No, I don't think I'm going today. I, I think I'm just gonna find me a turkey to kill. It was like nine or ten o'clock and um, I stopped, got gas and there's a um gentleman I used to see in the gas station my buddy Ty Griswold's uh, granddaddy. I'd see him in there, and we, you know, go telling turkey stories back and forth. And he said, uh, "He said you're late getting here this morning." And I said, "Yeah." Uh, he said, "You ain't going to work?" No, I just go, I just go kill one. And he's, you know, best luck to you. And I left that gas station like I said, it was like nine thirty or ten, and I struck that turkey. At, I think my phone was at ten oh five, and he was just on the other side of the creek. I, on this piece of property, I can park on the side of the road and follow the creek in and hunt that side, or I can go to across the creek and, and park in the guy's yard and go in and hunt that way. Well, I've been hearing the turkeys on the side where you park on the side of the road, so that's which way I went in. And I'll be damned if, I, if the joker didn't gobble over there on the other side, which has been a lot easier to get to. But since he gobbled over there, I had to walk down the creek. Go through the creek, and it, and when I say creek, it turned into a, a duck hole back there. I mean, it's huge, and uh, was up over my knees, water getting in my boots, and uh, I finally got up on on top of this ridge, and was sitting down there looking, and uh, there was a there was an opening down there, but it, I just figured it was just the other side of creek or whatever it was, so. When I got sat down, I yelped and he gobbled. He was, it was like he was right there on top of me. And I kept calling, kept calling. Well, finally I seen him fan up. He was strutting right there in front of me. And then he walked, he walked his a team. No more. He kept coming back. So I, I finally said, I'm gonna have to pick up my decoy and show it to him. And I showed it to him. He stretched his head up and looked and gobbled and strut off. And he never would come. So I've sat there for like an hour, going back and forth with him. Finally. When he walked off, I took my vest off and belly crawled down there to him. And uh, I, I got to where he, is. he was just fixing to come back up. And I had that decoy in front of my face. And uh, I, I dropped it. And, boy, he, his eyes got so big. And I shot him. And he went to flopping. And I stood up. And when I realized what it was, he was out on a, on a little bitty island that wasn't even half an acre big. And he was just sitting there strutting back and forth on it. And uh, he wasn't, but a two-year-old. He weighed right at twenty-three pounds. Had, I mean, had just a little bitty three-quarter, you know, two-year-old hooks on him and a nine-inch beard. Yeah, and he, I mean, he just he was on that island and he wasn't coming off of it. And I told, I told my dad, I said, shoot. I said, you imagine if I wouldn't have killed him and he'd have made another two years." He's, he's been almost impossible to kill. I we, uh, we talk about most
2: memorable, memorable hunts. You know, I've always been a hunter. If I get on a bird and he comes in, I shoot him, period. And I've always told myself, I'm just going to let this bird do I'm going to let him come in and let him do his thing for a little while. And I can never make myself do it. And finally, you know, that that bird I video mm-hmm. that I sent you, that bird come in and I let him sit at that decoy way longer. Than I normally would. Just let him strut around and drum and you know do his thing. And I told myself, I said, if I don't kill the bird, that's fine. I said I want to sit here and I want to watch him, just take it in. And it's and if I could do that every hunt, I would. It's.
1: <laughs> I finally let one jump on the decoy this year. I never, I never let him. Never, i would always even even calling up for other people. I'd be sitting there with shoot, shoot, shoot. And I finally let it do it. And he was like 10 or 15 yards. And just I hammered him. I let him jump. He, he hit the decoy about two times. And I, I just couldn't handle it. I had to shoot him. But it's, uh, I mean, it's a whole, it's, it, it's one level of your heart pounding when he comes in and you're about to shoot I mean, it's another when You're so sitting much there can go kind wrong. of playing, I mean,
2: playing so with it. Let him do
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's why it's so hard. I mean, that's why it's so hard for me to just let them dance is what I call it. I just never could do it.
1: Mm -hmm. That, that, my, I was always scared. He's going to knock that decoy over. Because I've seen them knock it over and then they freak out, run off. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I uh, I would not be able to live with myself. But it's.
2: uh, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know if you know. Uh, you know the like, small town hunting boys, don't you, Cody Kelly? now yeah. They uh, me and Cody, every turkey season, he, oh, yeah. we'll start out the year. We'll every time we kill a bird, we'll send it to each other, and uh, every year we're neck and neck. I'll shoot a bird, he'll shoot a bird, I'll shoot, and of course he goes to Alabama, Kansas, Texas, you know, all these other places, and I'll tag out in Mississippi, and he just keeps sending me dead birds. I'm like, you can you can quit that crap. I said. I said I ain't got no more left. I said you stop. I said once I'm done, don't send me no more. I said you you can hang it up. But, oh, oh,
1: he co- does he does the same thing? He'll, he'll be yeah, sending, he co- to Mount uh, State so he and all that
2: editing and, stuff. Well, and I don't know if he still edits for him or not. but I'm sure he does. He
1: uh, last year he was. He was having a hard time. He was struggling, and uh, it was so funny. I sent him, I sent him a a picture that morning of when we killed. He said, "He said, I'm teaming one more live video on Facebook that you took the turkey out to coming down there, and showed up to your door before daylight." But he, uh, man, he's that's somebody. He's and i have got to get him on here sometime. That joker right yeah, there he, is a dang like fool us, about me. turkey.
2: I you mean, know? I deer hunt to
1: pass the time. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong; right. oh, yeah. I love deer hunting, but it ain't it ain't turkey hunting. No, it ain't the same. It ain't not the same. I said that day. I don't you know. I may never kill a big buck, and I was this year. I was pretty hard. I was want to yeah. kill. kill I want to kill one. I shoulder out. I can't. I ain't gonna lie to you, but man, when I got to the taxidermist and and got that bird. I just, it, it did me and all that. I, I remember what, right. why I took the well, to, so successful. I
2: just, it. I just, you, you're one of them backwoods. You want to put one on the ground and eat that joker, which I do too. But when I deer hunt, I just sit up there and, you know, I got, which you had, I think you sent me a picture of a good buck this year, didn't you? You had a good one on camera, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had some and we, uh, we've uh, we actually got one on camera. He'll, woo, he'll probably turn eight or nine this year. I mean, I've had we'll him on camera him. since 2015. And he, he's, well, I've had three daytime pictures of him since I've ever got him on camera. And he's already going downhill, which he's still, I mean, he's still amazing here. But it, it, yeah, he's going to down of old age. But,
2: if he's eight years old, you've done something. I got lucky this year and killed the biggest deer on my property. The first sit, just got straight up lucky. They do. They always say the first sit's your best. You know, first spot, your first sit at this spot's gonna be your best chance. You know, and it was for sure. But this new lease I picked up, it was really good deer hunting. Yeah, that was. I'm anxious to see what's going to produce in turkey season.
1: It well, was a it was a painful deal. Well, if it's got the I man, got those cow pastures on it, it's gonna have
2: my issues. Is, it's the, gonna have those pastures. It. Are, I, it used to be I, a dairy I, cow farm, and uh, it hadn't been farmed in four or five years, and it, all the pastures are four or five foot tall grass. But if I could get out there and do a little little conservation, yeah. you know, little 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 burning, little little uh management on it, I could probably turn it into something special.
1: Yeah. Well, if you just, if you bush hog some, some places out and make it good for strutting, it'll, it'll be nice. But I've seen them a bunch of times in places that are growing up that'll be out there. They'll be bugging. Well, they they burned ground. They've got cover out
2: there. uh, And planted hardwoods on it. So I'm hoping it, I'm hoping that helps. It should. Turkeys love some burned ground.
1: Now, I'll tell you this. Um, me and a buddy of mine killed some birds out of pasture last year that they cut for hay, and that hay had brought they hadn't cut the hay yet that year. And uh, shoot, we, there was a spot where you could look up, you see the whole field. And I sat there and cast a call, and the turkey gobbled, he was in the field, and I could not see it over the grass, which helped us because we ended up crawling and meeting him halfway. But I mean, they would disappear, they would be. You could ease up and look while you're crawling. Yes. Barely see their heads looking yep. at telescoping, trying to find you. But they'll still, they'll still get out in it. They don't. I think they feel like they're they're a little bit more hidden. A lot of people think turkeys won't go through thick stuff. I've seen them go through the middle of cutovers. Full, I'm talking about grown-up cutovers. Um, I call one through a privet head one time. I mean, they, I guess they spend so much time on the ground mm-hmm. that they know where the little holes to go in and out of are. So, but it, it makes them, it, it, it makes figuring stuff out like that. Cause I always was one where, yeah, okay, I need to get in an open, clean area. So that's what kind of calling to, call into, but most of the time, they're gonna find the
2: something clear, something familiar, but you never know what they're going to
0: do. Yeah.
1: But well, I tell you what, I, I have sure enjoyed it, man. It's uh, we're definitely we're gonna have to get together. You're gonna, t- sure. you're gonna have to come over here, I'm gonna go I need to uh, go put the. I'm sure
2: there's something to learn from you.
1: <laughs> learn how to not eat oh, so much, turkey, turkey
2: season runs around. You think I? You think I'd sit? I guess I'm so. My, my fiance, she's like, you just oh, look yeah. like you need to, you need to not go turkey hunting. You look you look run down and wore out. You look sick. And I'm like, well, I am sick. I got a bug.
1: <laughs> oh, you no know, doubt. I've and I've looked at pictures of me, like pictures at the end of turkey season, first picture at the beginning. Yeah, man, I love run down. I I well,
2: like I the showing and everything
1: out. else. But, um, Oh yeah, that that night, the it, the last day of the season. That night, it is, like and then the you wake up the next morning. Like, sleep dang. Ever, over. I, ain't, I hate that I can't go after him, and I also hate or yeah. love that that it's I don't. Uh, have it's to the go shortest after
2: him. season, you know. The season's only six weeks, but that's a it's a long six weeks, but at the same time, it's a very short six weeks.
1: And it, it it it's I feel like when it's going when it's going really good, it seems like it goes by it's so fast. But you get the struggle yeah. and it feels like it just goes on forever. Yeah. It's uh a- but yeah, we'll uh we'll definitely have to plan it and um I've been trying to get all Heathcote down here with me. But he's I guess he's, he's worried about that. Well, he's got them youngins you got to raise and He's uh shoot, I wouldn't believe nothing it, with that bird because where they at.
2: He's like, every time I look around, he's posting the bird. No, I'm no. like, dang, y'all got a limit or what?
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe I believe he'd be sneaking something. Yeah. He he probably needs his wife's limit. Probably he's probably two of his I son, both his sons' him. limits. Oh, yeah, he's going to kill this shoot. one youth
2: weekend. Yeah, just – uh, yeah, we're going to have
1: to get together. But, we're going to have to go shoot one in the face together. it would be fun. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, man, I, like I said, I sure, sure appreciate you coming on here, and uh, this ought to make for a good one. I ain't ain't a whole lot of informational or, or anything like that. I just a to kick back and wish that's kind of what I want this podcast. Um yeah. To to be was just you know shooting and, and telling stories, different folks to learn from I mean, it. Uh, I I've told so many stories and heard so many stories well, you, from my friends that I'm ready for. You can uh, listen, you can watch, you can
2: you can you can do whatever you need to do, but you're not going to become a great turkey hunter by listening and watching. You're gonna have to get out there and do it. And you're still not gonna know everything. I learned something every step. of you way.
1: Oh, me too. And, uh, uh, it's right. If you're not learning when you, <laughs> that's when you need to stop. Cause you ain't, when you've learned, you ain't it all paying, you, you need to put enough heart into it. About you
2: might as well quit. Nope.
1: Yeah. Cause it ain't going to be exciting no more. So, well, I sure appreciate it, man. And I said, well, we'll have to get together and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll get this thing ended up and posted out. I'm going to try to do two episodes. My buddy, uh, um, Ryan from Georgia, I'm gonna get with him and he's getting ready to go on a Osceola hunt. That's mine too, to be honest. I'm
2: getting married in April. and He's like, Where he's like, what you want to do? He's like, I'm gonna, what you want to do after you get married? I said, I'd really like to go on a turkey hunt, which he knows all these outfitters everywhere. And he's like, I got a real good place in Kansas. I'm like, I'm down. And I was like, I, you know, my bucket list is Osceola, but you know, there you go to Kansas, you go to Kansas, you can shoot two or three birds, you've got to, you go to shoot ICL, you, you know, you, you're pretty much down to one.
1: You can, exactly. you can shoot two, but you're going to have to have a bank account exactly. like Jason Heath. you got Texas. TV. you can go to
2: Texas and shoot all the birds <laughs> <to one.
1: laughs> that ain't no you want.
2: You can't go to Florida and do that. Exactly, I'm going to do it one day.
1: No. Yeah, it's is it's on my head. Uh, I just need like to save my save my lunch money up for the money. Even when
2: them long Osceola, that's a dream.
1: Yeah, I quit. No, I ain't no doubt. I just and I just want to hear one goblin orange grove and they say it's a different it's a different gobble than the eastern's it sounded like yeah. It, uh, if it's i if their gobble like a, like is a cup of ice stronger or than
2: the eastern's I will be very, very surprised. You know, I can't even imagine. They they yep.
1: Yeah, well, they say it's, it's they it's which on the thing it sounds a lot like a, a lot like an eastern, yeah. but they say it's muffled down a little bit more. Which they say a lot of that too, though. Yeah, is those uh, those palm trees and the those palm metal kind of see? fighting it down. But shoot, I just want to well, I want to see them. I want to see them come in and whip them big They're supposedly the they're the ones that ain't That's scared. Sure. They come in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see one match up to that one I feel though. I believe that believe oh, well, that'll my boy game with oh, all they, they want. To,
2: to uh, play around, that's for sure. Oh
1: I know that. So Well I sure appreciate it, man, and uh I'll uh we'll get this thing posted and I'll, Oh yeah I'll man it and all cool. that. You I sure appreciate you coming on, man. All
2: right.
1: All right, buddy, I'll do it.